welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at trading experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Thursday, April 8th. This recent market action feels slower than molasses, and today we had the lightest volume day so far this year. Do you expect this price action to continue as we crawl towards earnings next week? Yeah, I mean, it seemed like everybody was watching the Masters today because the market was just sluggish in most areas. The trend is clearly higher at this point, the way we're grinding up each day. We got a jobless claims number this morning that was not great at all. We were expecting... 695,000 claims. We actually got 744,000, signaling the economic recovery is not as swift as signs showed earlier this year. If we got this number, let's say two months ago, when the market was much more reactive to economic data, it could have led to some selling. But with the pace we're distributing vaccines nationally, the market just kind of shrugged off that news. We continue to see big cap tech lead these past two weeks for the first time all year, really. Those names continue to play catch up to all those reopening stocks that led to our gains earlier in the year. But honestly, we got the banks kicking off earnings next week. Seems like the market is waiting around to hear those numbers with how slow everything's been. What do you make of this recent rally in big cap tech as we head into earnings? I mean, it just seems like the market is looking forward to the reopening completely at this point. The inflation concerns have dwindled, so the more risky tech names can finally run. There's these names like Google, for example, rallying around 12% in two weeks will definitely make their earnings numbers more important to validate valuations at these levels. But overall, it's definitely a positive sign for the market as a whole. We're seeing leadership come back into the tech space. So let's circle back to the Chewy and GameStop saga. Ryan Cohen, the co-founder of Chewy, fully infiltrated GameStop and was just named chairman of the board. Did he share any future plans for the once dying retailer? Very impressive journey for Chewy founder Ryan Cohen, who's named chairman of the board for GameStop. We see all the time when activist investors take on a company for strategic changes. Generally, they make the changes to shut the activists up and kind of keep them at arm's reach. Ryan Cohen went full Trojan horse here as he slowly began acquiring more and more GameStop stock to the point he couldn't be ignored anymore. He owns around 13% of the company at this point. He first got involved with GameStop by writing a letter suggesting strategic changes like focusing on e-commerce and reducing its brick-and-mortar store count. Eventually, Cohen was able to leverage that to a board seat with a couple of, of his Chewy constituents. They're nominating Alan Attal and Jim Groob from Chewy to serve on the Strategic Planning and Capital Allocation Committee as well. This just means the Chewy team, who infiltrated the GameStop board, will be increasing their power within the company even more so. We spoke earlier in the week how Chewy announced they're finally doing a secondary offering to raise capital, taking advantage of the run the stock went on during the meme stock craze. So Cohen's under a lot of pressure to perform right now as all eyes continue to be on GameStop. We're definitely looking for him to really shake things up and expand their product offerings. Maybe they outwardly invest to adjacent sectors as they're looking for growth prospects in different forms. They've got some cash in the bank at this point with the secondary offering. So I have a feeling this won't be the last time we talk about GameStop's moves in the near term. Fubo TV popped after hours as the company acquired an exclusive rights agreement for the 2022 Qatar World Cup. What are the details of this deal and how big is this for live sports streaming? Decently big news for Fubo here, acquiring the streaming rights to the World Cup qualifiers in South America. So they'll have the streaming rights for 70 matches, along with the ability to re-air and highlight the matches, which no other network will be able to do. This move just expands their portfolio of sports offerings, which will help engage more consumers than ever before. Fubo's stock was piping hot when we saw a lot more momentum in the market in January, and since have cooled off in a big way, closing today around 50% off the highs that were put in 
on January 27th. It's going to take a lot more of these types of deals for this stock to get back to those levels, but it's definitely a step in the right direction. Last week, they signed a carriage agreement with the Chicago Cubs for the rights to the marquee sports network, which shows all the Cubs games as well as pre and post game shows, exclusive content, and original programming. Their headquarters are out in Chicago, so they're looking to expand their Midwest market as well. So great news for Fubo, the company. But again, it's going to take a lot more of these deals for Fubo, the stock, to get back to their piping hot ways. All righty, Shake. Well, that's a wrap for the week. Next week, the major banks will kick off earnings on Wednesday, but we'll be back on Monday after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.